Welcome to another episode of Comedy Wham Presents with me, your host, Valerie, and sometime co-hosts, Miss Purrington and Mookie. ComedyWham.com is your place to go for features about all Austin comedy. In addition to podcasts, Comedy Wham brings you articles, album reviews, our advice column, Rochelle Takes on Comedy, <laughs> a festivals page, and our FPIA page where you can see the history of the contest. You can keep up with us on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, all on... What is that noise? And of course, we're best known for our events page. There are ghosts here. And of course, we're best known for our events page for live shows in Austin, Houston, and DFW. If you're a comic in those cities and want your show featured on the calendar, click the Submit a Show button from either the home page or the events page and complete the short survey. Tag us on your Instagram stories and we'll share your show promo. Looking for ways to support all these resources we provide? You can donate to Comedy Wham on PayPal, Venmo, or even Patreon. Search for Comedy Wham on Patreon and check out our subscriber perks. Now let's get back to our podcast. Launched in 2016, the podcast project brings you funny people and their stories. As a fan, I like to delve into a comic's background and motivations, and we usually take a detour along the way. Consider the interview a way for you to get to know the folks that make the Austin comedy scene one of the best in the country. And if you like this podcast, please rate and review us. Today, we are bringing back somebody. Her first episode with us was released in January of 2022, so that's just... 14 months ago and boy has she accomplished a lot in just over a year Mm -hmm. she is the founder of moon cricket Productions. she's part of the no lie comedy collective based in new orleans she's an actress stand-up improviser and so much more she is actually the one i was talking about earlier with the column rochelle takes on comedy on our website and we love her insights and she supports local shows and comics and has uh, helped us cover last year's moon tower comedy festival She's done a whole lot of festivals. She just landed Moon Tower Comedy Festival this year. <laughs> and she helped launch the first ever Lysistrata Comedy Festival featuring all females in New Orleans last year. This year, she and her team are bringing the festival to Austin, Texas, and the fabulous Cold Town Theater on March 30th through April 1st or 2nd. April 2nd. April 2nd. And now Comedy Wham presents, welcome back our guest, Rochelle McConico. Woo! Hot off the presses. <laughs> you walked in, and I am so not used to you being low energy. I did not know what to do with that. <laughs> yes, uh... You're getting me after a night on the town. Yeah. <laughs> Party, Rochelle. Don't you know you are not of an age where you can do that anymore? Tell, tell them my age for sure. Yeah, for real. 43. Uh, I'm like, I can stay out all night. And you can. But you then suffer. you're done. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to see y'all. The rest of this interview will be conducted on Wednesday. <laughs> That's it. We've done all we can do. Yeah, we have. Um, all right. Well, uh, I know what the big focus is of, of today's chat is. but Is I it? Do, what, what is it? You don't know? No. Really? What is it? Uh, so I hear that March 30th through April 2nd, Ooh. there's a little little party, a little shindig. Yeah, I'm just going to strip, um, <laughs> and I'm inviting everybody to come see four days of Rochelle stripping. Mm, mm, mm. You get the shirt on the first day. Doom, 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 doom. Don't miss it. 
You've done that kind of comedy. You've done skivvies. That's right. And I will do skivvies again this year. <laughs> yes, skivvies is uh, one of our uh, hit shows yeah. uh, that we have at the festival. It's hosted by uh, Jess Scott. Uh-huh. She is the uh, creator there. And we love to make people laugh and get down into our uh, bra and panties. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> That's a gift with purchase right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, we are, of course, talking about the Lysistrata Comedy Festival. Yes. Uh, uh, I never know how to say that. I always say Lysistrata Comedy Festival. I've heard people say Lysistrata. Mm. I don't know. Oh. How about this? Don't Say it wrong, but come. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the passes. <laughs> yeah. L-Y-S-ComedyFest.com. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> well, I, I do want this to be a, a fully fully uh, hedged uh, commercial for the festival, but I do have to stick to some of my my traditions with the okay. podcast. Okay, all so, right. Uh, I see there are questions to be asked. There are questions to be asked. So uh, last time, your first time for us to meet. Yeah, when you took my podcast in Austin in Comedy Wham with Valerie Lopez virginity. <laughs> <laughs> You had your your uh, one word to describe your past was blessing. Hmm. Are you still good with that? Do you want to revisit that word? Oh, I am very blessed. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I stay blessed. Uh, I, the fact that my eyes are open and we having this conversation, <laughs> I am blessed. Yeah. Um, and life is gonna do what life does. So sometimes yeah. it doesn't feel all that good but when you add up all the things that are going on uh, and the opportunities that are there i am absolutely blessed yeah 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 you and i i think share a lot of common like life perspectives and uh i don't know if values is the right word but like i think we have a commonality into how our personalities operate and i know that you don't necessarily like to be told all the great things that you have accomplished but in the last 14 months because we we had this text exchange recently where it's like you've done this 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 and i've known you 14 months a few things yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i want it on the record that you have done a lot in 14 months okay is it is this recording? Yes, it is recording. Is this on? Okay. Yes, it is well. on. <laughs> and the 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 problem part of that is you like taking that in that you've accomplished all this stuff in fourteen months and yeah. being you know blessed. Yeah. That your hustle does not stop and it has been paying off. Man, it, you know, it is a blessing. I I, I have problems talking about it just because I. I, I here's my thing. I always think that each one of us have so many gifts and skills and we're at different places or sure. whatever and sometimes it may look like someone is doing all these things and and people start to feel like there is a difference between folks. Mm-hmm. Like you've done this and I haven't done this and so therefore. Yeah. And I'm like we're all on our own individual journey and path and it is no path is better than someone else's path. Like we all have gifts that we bring to this world. And so I get nervous Mm. (laughs) to uh, talk about a whole lot of different things that I'm doing because I'm like, oh, excuse me. (laughs) 
<laughs> it must be the truth. You heard that? That's the old old people saying. If you sneeze when you say it, it must be the truth. <laughs> if you fart while you say it, it's a lie. <laughs> Everybody knows that. That's out your ass, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I I have gotten to do a lot of things, and I I do think I need to be more like yes and and celebrate the wins that yeah. that are coming along. It's hard though when you're like you are juggling so many things, and you know I know that part of it is things in your in your personal life that take you away from you know the cool comedy stuff mm-hmm. that you can do and get into, and you know because you're juggling so many things, it is hard to stop and yeah. smell the roses. I'm juggling an old lady. <laughs> It's really hard to juggle old ladies, by the way. I wouldn't try like the three, the standard three. Just go yeah, with one. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with one. Don't you know who you call her old lady? Well, she has become. She said, she told me, uh, I used to um, see little old ladies, and I'd be like, I, I'm not a little old lady. And she said, I think I'm a little old lady now. I'm like, oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> You're my little old lady. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I've got my own little old lady, too. <laughs> so that's another yeah. reason we have, we're kindred spirits. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Taking care of our moms. I think if you don't, if, if for those people out there who are caregivers, I see you just mm-hmm. uh, because that is a different world, and I did not yeah. understand or know it f- until like two years ago. So um, I see y'all out there that uh, doing that hard work and looking at your mom like I have a pillow. Um, <laughs> I could probably get away with this crime. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but they always look at the family first, and you get that alibi. That's right. Down. Yeah, and my alibi is gonna be like I was masturbating. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> oh man! Be like, what were you doing between the hours of nine and eleven or whatever? You know, double clicking the mouse. <laughs> yeah, and they gonna be like, we know you're lying. You're 43. You was doing that from like nine to nine o five. You had plenty of time to commit this crime. <laughs> Um, one of the things that makes you so fun is you you adapt to so many different environments and things that you do well. I know you as a stand-up comic, festival organizer, but you do improv and you have traveled to festivals far away for your improv mm-hmm. and you make best friends like nobody's business i know last year during moon tower you just go up to people up on the street and you'd ask them three questions and then you magically came up with these really cool videos and like everybody mm. wants to be your best friend do you realize that <laughs> <laughs> I, I realize that um i am gifted to have like a light like a light of energy yeah and so I get to talk to people, and they tend to share with me, share yeah. where where they're at. And I think that ability to share humanity and say, like, we're all going through something. We're all something. Yeah. And we all have these things that are our positives and our negatives. Let's just talk about those things. Yeah. I think that is the gift, right? Um, so sometimes when people talk to me, they're like, oh, I didn't know we was going to get deep so quick. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is this deep? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is how I talk. Uh, so, you know, most people, what they talk about, like the weather or whatever, they'll chat about the weather. I'm like, yeah, man, it's hot outside. And they're like, yeah, it's hot. And I'm like, you know, and 
it's hot inside sometimes too, you know. <laughs> Our souls are burning with a passion. They're like, shut up. <laughs> what is happening? And also, want to be friends? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I love improv. Um, and improv is the thing that, like, stand up will be like, here's $15, come, you know, come out. Mm-hmm. We also have some chicken wings if you want some, but it's a community plate. You can only get one of them chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, yay, I traveled to Colleen and I got one chicken wing and $5. Yay me, I'm a comedian. Um, not hating on Colleen, uh, actually. <laughs> like, Colleen's like, wait, what? We gave you fries too, you bastard. <laughs> but right now, stand-up is not the thing that really pays me as much as I would like it to. Um, improv does. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, improv, Not many people get to say that. Right. Because yeah. improv is, is at the base level is free. <laughs> Basically, uh-huh. you go and, and perform. Um, well, you pay for these classes and then you go and you perform for free mm-hmm. most times. And so that's nice in a community aspect, but where is it where you start to make money? And what I've seen is like different workshops. I've uh, been working with Stephanie Ray with Black Improv Alliance, mm-hmm. who will be our headliner for the festival. Exciting. And she's going to be here rocking the mic. So that'll be exciting to hear your interview with her. Ooh, I um, just found out I get to interview her? Yep. <gasps> <gasps> nice. <laughs> Headline. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she uh, so she has really opened a door on a lot of uh, opportunities and just really allowed me to be around uh, more black improvisers. Um, Shannon Stott, uh, John Gebertos. Uh, if I say your name wrong, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I don't know how to say your last name. And I don't want to spend time spelling it on this thing. <laughs> okay, are we fine? We're fine. Okay. <laughs> so I get to be around these powerful black improvisers. And what happens in those spaces is you wind up really being fed. Mm. So as you are, you know, giving, you're yeah. also being fed in return. And that's a beautiful mm. gift, especially in improv, which is a very white male space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is more now. Um, more women getting into improv and so that has been fun but when you say women you usually mean white women Mm -hmm. um as like the default um and so seeing more opportunities for people of color to get in there and do make ups and (laughs) and what culture is brought to the fore when you do that like when you go see y'all we asian you're gonna have things that come out that wouldn't come out in a show with all white cast just because it's a, it's a cultural difference. Yeah. And so I like the opportunity to, to do improv and then do improv in um, black spaces as well because then some of the jokes and things that we do, I'm like, this is, man, this oh, is man. in crowd. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so when I start bringing up uh, different movies or lines from The Color Purple or uh-huh. whatever like that, they got it. Yeah. They're going to catch it. Yeah. So. I love it. Nice. So among the things that you accomplished last year, and I don't, I didn't read it off, is you got to the semifinals of uh, Funniest Person in Austin, your first uh, Funniest Person in Austin contest. Ca- no? Semifinals? No. What? Where you get to that? Oh, wait, finals. No. What? <laughs> what? I, I got to the 
first person on there and then off. What? No, I didn't I didn't make I it anywhere. You danced. No. I didn't oh. advance. You know why? Why? Because sometimes you don't advance. <laughs> 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 because some you win some and you lose some. That's why. Oh man. <laughs> because I you really gotta know well, when to hold them. You're a winner. Oh, thank Aww. you. Well, that first of all, I, I was like super upset when I didn't uh, move forward because I just I, I just felt like it was gonna happen yeah. and it didn't. And I think that in and of itself, like uh, being able to deal with you know loss or like not getting the accomplishments that you think you are ready for mm-hmm. at the time you think that you are ready for them. Um, it's so important to be able to kind of bounce back from that. And also to realize that the road that's for you, like the path that's for you, no one can block it. Right. And so if you're, if you're supposed to go in this direction, even if you didn't, even if you thought the path was going to go through like funniest person in Austin or whatever, and it doesn't, that doesn't mean that the path doesn't continue. It's just a different, you know, branch than you thought it was going to be. Right. Right. And one of the great accomplishments out of the FPIA is being able to get noticed by Cap City. And we've had this conversation many a times that mm-hmm. if you get positive attention from Cap City, they that opens doors for you and gets you noticed. And that is part of the formula of how you get on Moon Tower Comedy Festival, which brings in hundreds of comics from across the country. Yeah. And... I'm Who I just now uh, <laughs> uh, followed on Instagram. <laughs> so if you have a random stalker that you're like, how did I get this stalker yeah. on my Instagram? <laughs> it was Moon Tower, did it? Yeah, it's, it's me. It's me. All right. So if you could pick your top three favorite comedy uh, moments from last year, what are they? I have no idea. Why you ask me questions like that? <laughs> uh, I need prep for that. Um I forget things, so I have no idea what I've done over the year, uh, 14 months. But I will say I, the thing I liked about FPIA was that, yeah, first of all, it was my first time, like, getting on the Cap City stage, and that space is, like, beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's kind of, like, in the round a little bit, so you that um, the laughter just kind of washes up on you, yeah, and... It was great. Like when I when I asked, like, you know, who came out here to see me, and there a lot of people like screamed. I was like, (gasps) "We're here together. (laughs) Let's just have a good time." And it just felt really good. The energy felt really good, and so um, I still get to take that with me, Mm -hmm. right? Um, That feeling of, "Hey, we're 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 behind you, Rochelle. We're cheering for you," Uh, and that felt really good. So. Uh, to add to that, when I uh, was on the show for uh, Vanessa Gonzalez, oh my God, that was that was. So I mean, fun. when I saw you were on that show, I'm like, oh, she's really been noticed by Cap City. Yeah, that so was... those were heavy hitters. It was Vanessa and Jelena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clara, Clara, and Roxy uh, Castillo. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, the green room is lit because <laughs> everybody is so kind uh-huh. and and genuinely wanting the other people to have a great set and to do their thing. Yeah. And I was like, so just to be in a supportive environment like that felt really good. And then getting on that stage and all, I mean, it was like me and the crowd was like, we are one. <laughs> 
We are legion. Let us go. And, and we just, I mean, we had a great time. Yeah. And so uh, I recorded it and masturbated to it over and over again. <laughs> <clears throat> Every time y'all laugh, Rochelle gets a nut. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. Or is it? <laughs> but so that that was those have been really good experiences even though um the contest I didn't and and also the contest actually taught me that I'm not that much into contests. Mm. Like that that is actually something that I don't feel comfortable about we're all kind ah. of sharing our gifts and the like you can say like this person seems funnier than this person but um uh it's kind of like slam poetry i used to be a poet um and i liked expressing myself through poetry but i didn't like the competition mm-hmm. of poetry i think it brings out something else some other yeah. element that i'm like mm, i'm not really a fan of yeah. this element uh so that's okay. It's it, it, I learned about that. Um, I don't know what else have I done during this time. I honestly, I've I loved going to Ocean City Black and Funny Festival in Rhode Island. Uh-huh. Ooh, that was a blessing, <laughs> boy. Come on. I, I mean, it just felt like a big old hug. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I, I think it's Conservatory Theater. I might be making that up. Uh, and Tammy Brown was is the artistic director. I can also be messing up her title. But <laughs> we went out there and we were like co-headliners. Black Improv Alliance um, was co-headlining. And I got to play with Stephanie Ray and Tez Yancey. And we did this soundscape hmm. to start our improv. We're just like just different sounds in like one group like we'd get the audience to clap or snap or make mm, and like make a little sound and that sound just Aww, built up and cool. surrounded us and then we started creating improv and in between those uh improv sets we would go back to these songs and the singing and it whew, huh being it's, sometimes you get the comedy allows you to be uh, surrounded by magic and uh, that was one of those moments yeah. where I'm like, yes, I feel like I can see the sound floating in here and the positive vibes floating in here. So that was definitely yeah. a highlight. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, you said a third one, uh, but I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what else I've done. I will say, um, there are, we're going to talk about the festival, I'm sure, but yeah. there are these lovely... Um, Folks helping me with the festival uh, come together, making it come together, and I could not do it without them. And 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 the blessing was, I kept on trying to be like, I'm not doing this festival. <laughs> yeah, I remember that <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. I was like, we could just quit. What? What? One and done? Yeah, you no. know, you know, a one hit wonder. It was great, you know. <laughs> Uh, and so we kept trying to do that, or I kept trying <laughs> kept to do that. Yeah. And uh, and Denise, who is our operations director and website maintenance, she was like, "No, <laughs> we're doing it." Um, and so every time I tried to put it down, she kept <laughs> picking it back up to the point where people—that's why I talk about being blessed. People in the community who had known about the festival before, or I had mentioned it to uh-huh. them. 
uh, started just coming to me like, do you need help? I will help you carry uh-huh. this. Um, and and just, I mean, I just think about it as like a big boulder that you're trying to carry. And you're like, I'm too tired. I have to put this down. And then these women um, and non-binary folks coming together and just putting their hands on it to help you carry yeah. it. Uh, it's, it's been a blessing. Yeah. So yeah. that is my current favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Okay, let's let's do our little intermission in the card game, and then we will spend the rest of our time hyping up this second Lusostrata festival. Okay, a so card game. Point a point to a card from the Where Should We Begin card deck, and oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. A blind spot I have is. Um, well, I don't like to talk about my lack of peripheral vision. Well, I don't know why <laughs> we bringing this up. Okay, <laughs> was this a gotcha? Uh, <laughs> uh, a blind spot I have. I um, sometimes have trouble realizing how many people really care for me mm. and and want me to do well and want to just be like friends and in relation yeah. um and I, I have a hard time taking that in I'm like a <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm an only child um and yeah I I my upbringing is kind of like you have friends but people go people go mm-hmm. they disappear um because they've moved or they and so in my childhood there was a lot of just like yeah I'm really I'm like holding on really tight to these friendships and stuff and then people are gone and they move or whatever and then it just kind of disintegrates and so I I'm not good at holding on tightly to people or like I'm just like "Mm, nope let them go because they they're probably gonna go anyway yeah um and so I have found excuse me so I have found that I'm not good at, I at least get very nervous about relationships and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still love people, I'll, but I like, love you with the door open. You know? <laughs> Just in case your ass won't leave, get the fuck on, you know? <laughs> so I've had people tell me like, hey, I you can trust that I am going to help you with this or uh-huh. that I'm here um, with the this right motivation um, and... Depend, depend, depend on me. Yeah. And I've been like, all right. <laughs> sure, just ignore the trauma. <laughs> also, um, if y'all have some therapy that y'all want to give yeah. to me, I'll take it. I did better health for three sessions, and I think I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you how are. much the insurance would pay for. So oh. I'm like, well, we got to get it all done in these three sessions. <laughs> Okay, let's start a crowdfund me raiser thing. Get you, get you a few more of those. Yeah, yeah. Rochelle. So one accomplishment I would like to highlight is I can solve all my trauma issues in three sessions. <laughs> uh, you bastards going for years. Look yeah. at you. <laughs> well, I think that's you know for me part of that is like you keep yourself so busy. 
then you don't have time to think about, you know, the mental stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> I think that's why people are workaholics and uh-huh. things of that yeah. nature. Like, if I stop for too long, I'm like, oh, look, it's all my demons. They yeah. caught up. <laughs> don't stay still. <laughs> I didn't know that demons could run that fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and also um, I'm starting to understand that I have, like, it's undiagnosed, but, you know, ADHD and all that kind of stuff. So, like, understanding your patterns Mm. and getting better at being like, oh, the one reason I run is because when I stop, I have a hard time starting again. Ah. Um, And so I like to keep, (laughs) just keep going, keep having stuff going, because time when you stop, you're like, okay, well, how do I not procrastinate and and push myself mm-hmm. to start again. So I'm learning more about myself and uh, about being a, a girl in the world. Uh, yeah. And I guess I won't go into all of my things. Be like, <laughs> I'm so glad this card brought this up. <laughs> Comedy Wham! Doing its first on uh, podcast for advice and... <laughs> helping you with your therapy. Yeah. Oh, this is not the first time this these have turned into therapy sessions. That yeah. Um one thing that you uh listener you don't see on the table it should be like a box of Kleenex. Yeah, I should have that for sure. I just have chocolates and cookies. But chocolates and cookies is good. a drown yourself yeah. in. Right, a little dab of the butter cookie. <laughs> Are you dabbing your cheek with butter cookie? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> this is a delicious treat. <laughs> a little salt. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> okay, you can read mine. Yes, okay. Bam, 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 bam. Ooh, I'm a control freak about everything. <laughs> That's easy. Why does I think that question comes up all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Everything. If it's coming up all the time, everything. maybe it's you're like. Why does this question keep showing up yeah. in my life? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's it's great. Fine. <laughs> I'm in control of everything. It's all going according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> what is the thing that makes you be like, this right here has to be right? And when it's not, I'm just discombobulated. Um, clutter. Like... This environment is a lot to take in, uh, and I—it's funny because there was, there really was a similar question, and my answer was one hundred percent consistent. That if things are out of place, it drives me crazy. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's like, okay, sure, we need the coffee thing, and we need the the pot on the stove, and but you know, there's just a lot of stuff that's like, I would like to get rid of that, but. <laughs> I'm in a blended house. I can't. You mm-hmm. know, my mom's stuff is here. My stuff is here. And, you know, we got to live with it. Well, I mean, how's your mom with her memory? Because um, maybe she could not notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, curse her. She would 100% notice. You know, she'll, I mean, her memory is not, not what it once was. But uh, if I try to get rid of something, she'll be like, where did my thing go? Yes. Like, yes, my mom's like that too. She's like, I've had that thing sitting there for like 20 years. I'm like, it, but it wasn't doing its anything. job. It was like a broken thing yeah. for 20 years. Like, I threw it away. Don't throw away my stuff. Yeah, so I hear you on that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, as you get older, people just start to 
sweep your stuff into the trash. <laughs> They're like, you're eventually you're gonna go. You don't, you, you know, you don't need this. And like, oh, stop man. it. Man, there's some Tupperware I come across sometimes, and I'm like, <laughs> this has outlived its usefulness. It needs to go away. But I swear to God, if I were to toss it, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure in our cab in cabinets in my mom's house, there's probably. Uh, like Tupperware that I grew up on. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, yes. <laughs> this is generational Tupperware, That's right? right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Rochelle, you and I should start a podcast. Ladies living with their moms. Yeah. <laughs> Unironically. <laughs> just, just it's happening. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Ladies Living With Their Moms. It's just happening. <laughs> And women would listen in like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have your tissues ready, ladies. That's right. Or your butter cookies. <laughs> Have your tears with. <laughs> yeah. 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 If, if both of our calendars would clear out, I swear to God, that would be a successful idea. Yeah, it definitely would be because you just have people. Like, and also, we're talking about a generation of women that are now like the um, are taking care of like boomers, right? Mm-hmm. And boomers is a huge generation of people. Yeah. So families in general are starting to feel that the weight yeah. of the aging of the mm-hmm. boomer population. And we live in a society that doesn't have a lot of support systems no. for aging. Like just really is behind on that. Um, just even like um, caregiver leave you know, for your job and what the not having caregiver leave and the financial impact Mm -hmm. of being a caregiver, right? And so there's just a lot of things that have to be done and thought about and mental and physical and financial work that goes into it. So yeah, I think people would be like, I'm I'm listening to this (laughs) angrily. like. (laughs) Right. <laughs> I wish this wasn't the case, yeah. but I better listen in. <laughs> and, and at the end of each podcast, we'd just be like, and here's the numbers to dial <laughs> when you're on the edge. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was that was a, f- a fun little uh, where should we begin? Comedy Intro, wham. Comedy wham. <laughs> Talking about aging caregivers. <laughs> Comedy Wham, get your <laughs> advice, know where your comedy shows are, and stay on the mortal coil. Comedy Wham. <laughs> Imagine if I added a tab, resources for caregivers. <laughs> and they're like, what? what? Why is that there? Like, hey, man. <laughs> we all have our thing. <laughs> exactly. It's just, a, it's just a, a page for you. Like, it's just the things that are important <laughs> to you. Like, yeah. And then there's like I don't know what what's your like celebrity crush? Oh my celebrity crush! Oh um, oh gosh, uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Okay, then there's like a tab. <laughs> Why is this on here? Don't ask those questions. <laughs> we don't ask those questions. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness all right well people are probably wondering what is happening <laughs> with these two <laughs> yeah you should always We're ask that question sober too yes so this is wow. just natural uh, mm. well i'm i'm not sober i oh. have I oh, have yeah. a, a energy drink. Good lord! So I'm going up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sugar and energy drink. I'm like yeah. Come <laughs> Yeah, this is night and day from when you walked in. I was like, oh my god, what's happening? Did she? 
is is there a loss that <laughs> just happened? She just found out and she showed. Them. Yeah, I came in like a uh, Eminem uh, <laughs> before he gets on the stage. There's like throw up on my sweater. That would be awesome if I came in here. I'm like, Mom, spaghetti. You know? <laughs> now let's get hyped. You know. <laughs> Like man, fourteen months really changed her. Yo, (laughs) who the hell is this chick coming in here? (laughs) Oh my god! Imagine the next fourteen months, Rochelle. Oh man, I'm very excited. I am. I am hopeful Mm -hmm. um, for just the opportunity to get in front of larger crowds, and and because to me, I know one thing about stand up that I've noticed, and and I'm learning is we all kind of do like our set and we keep polishing and working on our set. And then we may add a different joke, a different tag in there. Um, And I do that. And also I kind of am still improvising on stage. So some of that is just me saying stuff and looking at the crowd and being like, what's going on? So I like the opportunity to be in front of crowds and just kind of read them and see their reactions and, and, and maybe say something that helps or stays with them. Like, uh, I keep telling 20 year olds that they need to be fucking more because <laughs> that's important. <laughs> if you're in your twenties out there and you don't currently have, you know, a dick or a tongue in you, go get it. Okay. Whatever you need, whatever, you, however you like it. I don't know what your way is, what feels good to you, but you figure it out and you enjoy your life. You still got knees, okay? If you still got knees out there, use them. Use them. Use them wisely. No, because like uh, uh, I went, I was, I said, mentioned Colleen. I went to Colleen and I, there was a, such a big range of people in the room. Mm-hmm. That's also the gift of comedy, right? Um, there's 20 somethings and there's like 60, 70 year olds, right? So gray hair all uh-huh. the way to I just, uh, I don't even wear clothes anymore, right? <laughs> I haven't figured out why people would even do that, right? Uh-huh. And, and they're in the same room. And then I ask things like, you know, who's in their 40s, who's in their 20s? And, uh, like, the ladies in their 40s are like, woo! But the the kids in their 20s were, like, so down. They're like, woo! Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. The oh. world is, like, so big for you, yeah. you know? Um, it's big for everybody. But, like, you know, you'll have the COVID stuff and living your life on social media and just trying to make sense of a world that's on fire and what your part to play in that mm-hmm. is. That's heavy stuff to carry around. And so statistically, they're literally not having sex as much as the generations before them. And I'm like, look, that's one thing that's free, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the, in a capitalistic society, that's uh-huh. the one thing that's free. And, um, you know, the idea of, like, good girls don't or whatever is so repressive. Yeah. And I grew up in that type of thing. And it only leads to regrets on just understanding yourself. Yeah. Not even like, I just need to be out here having sex with everybody, but understanding your sexuality, understanding yourself as a being in this world and being proud and happy about the person you are. You want to get to that. You know, you want to find that. Um, And so I am thankful every time I get to be in front of these different crowds and maybe say a little something uh-huh. that sticks and they go away and, and take that with them along with, you know, pussy jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fun <laughs> from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
when this episode comes out, you're going to be at another festival that you have coming up uh, the weekend before La Sistrada. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the Black and Funny Improv Festival in Minnesota. Oh, goodness. Yes, yeah, like the original, origin, originate, original uh, festival. And then it also expanded into uh, Rhode Island and uh-huh. like they. Um, but. I'm excited to go there and and feel swaddled again. Swaddle is my new word. (laughs) I'm like, I love it. Babies get swaddled. I need to be swaddled sometimes. Uh, It's a new fetish also. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not, but I like saying weird stuff. Um, But yeah, so I'm I'm excited to go out there and learn. I think um, I talked about improv being a, a very white space. This is also an opportunity to learn from black people. Like if you think about your teachers, I don't know. Um, what schooling that you took and what your teachers look like, but many of my teachers were white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you begin to believe that white people are the holders of all the information, all the knowledge that you need. Yeah. Um, and then when I became a teacher, um, a lot of times teachers would get regulated. Um, like the color, the teachers of color were the culture people hmm. oh you can be the dean of culture you you're good with huh. with uh, classroom management right but then uh, all the uh, white people were the ones who should be the instructional leaders as if you're not you yeah. know good enough to instruct and to understand how to set up the the programming you, that wasn't something that wow. um people of color often wound up in those positions right um, and so that's just like a structural thing. And so now going into improv and going into those classes, who are the people that get to be the imparters of wisdom? Okay, again, it's white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have found that improv is very, um, when it's taught by white people, it can become very formulaic. Um, not that it doesn't work. It works, but it has, it has a formula to it. And I think um, people of color... It's like a classical and jazz. And so you're trying uh, to teach me the classical notes. And I'm like, but I want to be, bup, bup, bup. Uh-huh. something wants to go, but like, and, and I, I'm, I'm missing that piece. Yeah. Um, and so being able to go to this uh, improv festival and have teachers of color, I get to get more of the jazz aspects and how to be authentic characters and things like that, that, um, is not often offered uh-huh. in other spaces, so I'm, I'm excited about it. Wow, and you're going to bring that right into your yeah. festival. That's right. Oh, my goodness. And uh, Stephanie Ray, and <laughs> uh, hopefully I can get Shannon Stott, if you're listening, Shannon, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, Maya, who with uh, Terrence do the Fellowship Improv, and they've like uh, started like a coalition together to do improv as well are going to have opportunities to do workshops at the festival. Cool. So it's going to be very cool to see us talk about improv and empowerment mm-hmm. um, or talk about like bringing your authentic self to a space and creating community. Like Those are very important topics that, that span across race, but you have people of color being able to bring that mm-hmm. conversation to the fore. So you know that this is something, a lived experience that is coming to the fore to help other people figure out how to create community and how to be their authentic selves and things like that. So that'd be good. Nice. Okay, so you just released 
when we're recording this, it's March 5th, it's early March, and you just released your lineup. So lots of lots of names on that list. Seem, you you wouldn't be able to, you didn't tell me how many people, you couldn't tell me how many people, but to me, visually, it looks like way more people than last year. So. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to compare <laughs> the flyer. There's a lot. There is a lot. There is yeah. a lot. Yeah, and you, it's 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 across multiple genres. Like obviously, there's improv, there's stand up. Mm -hmm. I know there's musical acts. That's musical right. Musical comedy acts. There's burlesque. Burlesque. Um, there's music things, other mm -hmm. music things, not just you know musical. Yes. Performers, but uh, we got some karaoke and some lip syncing. Yeah. That's gonna happen. Uh, Katie Felton's gonna do her uh, lipstick battle. Cool. Um, so that's going to be exciting uh -huh. to see. Uh, we have funny and fashion, but make it fashionable. So uh, a fashion show and a comedy uh -huh. show together because we love a, a mashup. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. We're doing a Righteous and Raunchy, which is uh. a, a stand-up with burlesque. Ooh. And it it's like a late-night show. And, of course, I had to put myself on that one because I was like... <laughs> Did someone say raunchy? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Which, a side note, being it's interesting that if you talk about women's desires, women's issues, uh -huh. that it's like relegated into like a raunchy or uh, a dirty thing. Uh -huh. When it's like, well, this is just something that we don't talk about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, pushing the envelope there is, is fun. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have a great time. I think there's uh over maybe forty acts coming. There's a lot. There's a lot of people. Lot of I people. didn't even know there were so many uh, stand ups. I think we got like uh, twenty, thirty different. No, about thirty different stand ups huh. coming, and that doesn't include uh, all of like hosts and features because I had to. It's Austin, baby. I had to get these wonderful people um, that are already in this atmosphere. And yeah. I'm like, please come to the festival. <laughs> Let me hug you. Not in a creepy way. <laughs> if, I just thought if I was a dude and I said that and they were like, canceled. Um, no, but I, I, I really want women from different um, places to come together. And we have people coming from like L.A. and New York and... Which, um, oh, yeah, L.A. and New York, like, those are the only places in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all feel better, right? Y'all yeah. got heard. L.A., New York, like, woo. Yeah. Um, but we have people coming, you know, from New Orleans and different places to to do this, like, mixing pot of different experiences that women have. And we yeah. have young women and older women also in that space. So, And we have, uh, like, a range of... Um, just diverse perspectives that are going to show up and, and, and talk about what their world looks like yeah. through comedy. I can't be more <laughs> excited about that because you just never know what's going to come out of uh, a, a lady comic's mouth. Yeah. Uh, and then they have, we have so much talent outside of that. Like you'll be like, if you talk to a woman about what she does, she'll just tell you the thing that she thinks that you are most interested in. Oh, I do stand up. Yeah. And then, you see her somewhere else, and you're like, 
why are you pressure washing that building? And they're like, oh, I have a business. <laughs> I pressure wash buildings. And then you see them somewhere else. And you know what I'm saying? They're like doing hair. And you're like, you do hair too? Yeah, I've been a makeup and hairstylist for 20 years. And, right? and so all these talents come out, yeah. all these gifts that people have. And so I'm excited to see yeah. what that, how that shows up in Austin. Yeah. And it's four days. Mm-hmm. And the schedule's not out yet. No, because it's so talk on packed. <laughs> oh my God, the schedule is so packed. So we're um, right now sending out stuff to performers to figure out, make sure we get them scheduled correctly. But we have, I believe, nine shows. It's three shows every day. And Saturday is packed. You got it on Saturday. It's from morning to midnight. Wow. You need to be there whether you want to see the panels, the workshops, or uh, in the shows. Uh So we just made sure that we crammed as many good shows in there as possible in four days. And I, I was at first when I saw the schedule, when I saw the time I was like four days oh we got plenty of time we'll have uh, some shows and now I'm like where am I gonna put this show (laughs) all right y'all who wants to be on a show at 6 a.m let's do it right and so we have a um uh like basically the shows are 7 8 30 and 10 for the most part so uh three shows back to back um on Thursday Friday Saturday and then Sunday we have our panels. Um, the DIY comedy fa- uh, panel is going to be fun because it's just going to have women who are in, are doing the work, who are you know entertainers themselves and have had their successes in different different genres. Right, some are TV writers, um, some are performing stand-ups, like and what uh, touring stand-ups. So what is what does that look like? Yeah. So for Pete, because I think comedy is so, uh, it's no roadmap. It's not clear oh. how to go about what you're doing, right? Yep, yep. And so I, I want to illuminate that as much as possible. Here's some ways that people have done mm-hmm. it. Um, ask your questions so that you can put your career path yeah. together. You know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's so awesome. <laughs> and then I sleep for like yeah, I bet. Well, for about a month and then you've got Moon Tower and that's going to be intense for you. Yeah, and then I'm I'm teaching uh I'm going to start teaching stand up <laughs> in the end of March as well like these what? all three Oh like, my gosh. <laughs> so go to a festival, Black Improv Festival, then go then start teaching stand up, and uh, as the second the Lysistrata Comedy Festival goes, and then um, I'll be working with Hideout to do uh, an incubator uh, <laughs> improv show. Uh, so we'll start doing rehearsals for that in like April and and May with the show coming out in June, um, and then of course the Moon Tower Festival is happening in April. So. Uh, if you want to book me, holler yeah. me in May. <laughs> Get on my calendar for May. That's yeah. what I oh my gosh. But I'm, I'm my my I love that. I, I love this. I think the first year, the first fourteen months has been. Let's do it all. Like yeah. Let's do sketch. Let's do improv. Let's do stand up. Let's all the things and all the genres and meet all the people and just enjoy being a part of the community. And now it's like. Okay, I'm a part of this community. How can I become a job creator or like an opportunity creator? Yeah. Um, 
because there's just so many stories and things that need to get out. There's things living in my brain that need to live in the real world. Mm -hmm. And we get to tell stories, right? Comedians get to tell stories and get to open up these boxes where, you know, and what's, what's inside. And so if I can do that, through stand-up or through improv or through sketch. I want all of it. I want, <laughs> I want to do it. Yeah. And then catch me, demons. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They are not catching you this spring, that's for sure. <laughs> um, what, what's the pricing that people can expect for the, comedy, the Lys Estrada Festival? Uh, I know that the day passes are $40, and the festival... Full festival pass is a hundred, I believe. Mm. If you quote me, uh, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to see the actual passes, then you'll know the real truth. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, one where we're doing with with the workshops included, uh. and like the cost for the workshops included, I think is like one fifty. Um, but yeah, we have uh, we haven't put out the individual ticket sales yet. Okay. That's gonna come out on the twelfth or the thirteenth. Okay. Mm, maybe I'm lying. Probably the tenth. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in this meeting yesterday. <laughs> Should have brought notes. Uh, By the time this comes out, it will be out. That's so, right. That's right. Know, if you're hearing guess. this, yeah. if you're if you're listening to this, you already have a ticket, mm-hmm. so you that's know. True. Um, but yeah, the tickets are are going to be great. Um, I, I suggest a day pass or a festival pass because the individual tickets. Um, are more expensive, yeah, right? If yeah. you say, I want to see three shows and you just buy an individual tickets, that's $60, right? But $40 and you get to see all three of those. And yeah. so it's a good opportunity to save some money and support uh, women comedy. Because comedy. a lot of people do say that, right? Right. I love, oh my God, I love women. I really, you know, I know your struggle. I know you're going through it. I'm for you. Let me see it. Yeah. yeah. Take <laughs> Show out the me. pocketbook. That's right. <laughs> Show me with your, your vote with your feet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Show me that you're coming with your, your money and with your attendance at this space where women are showcasing their talents. Yeah. I think it's so important for us to support women, not in these fluffy ideals, but in the like mm-hmm. ground building in the work that right. we do. So. Yeah. I'm excited. Yay. Also, oh my God, we're going to be like, hey, hi, we're going to be hugging. And it's going to be like these just like, oh, the energy is going to be so good. So come and, and, and maybe if you got good energy, I'll give you a hug. Yeah. And that's, that's saying a lot. <laughs> that is a gift with purchase. <laughs> I know that was one of my regrets from last year is just doing the fly in, fly out thing. I, I mean, the energy that I got from the you know the one day that I was there was amazing and I'm like oh my gosh I feel like I really cheated myself by not being there the entire time yeah the um I don't I don't know what it is but when you get like a lot of powerful women together who are not competing mm-hmm. they're not this is not a competition this yeah. is not I'm trying to be one up somebody we're all like celebrating each other yeah. and supporting each other that energy just builds and builds and builds. Um, and last year, one of the things I'm most, <laughs> one of the experiences I'm most proud of was when we had like just an affirmation type mic where 
it was it wasn't even planned, but I was like, okay, let me just get up here and I'm gonna say what I want to be better at or what I need, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm gonna say what I can give. And I want people to just come up as they feel called to do so yeah. and talk about like, hey man, you know, I really want to start a podcast. I don't know how to do that, but I really have this idea about it that I want to do. And what I'm good at is pressure washing cars, you know, <laughs> and I can do and I can share that yeah. with you. And people just started networking that way in a very authentic way, coming up saying what they were what their needs were, what their desires were, what their intentions were for the future. And other women started being like, I can help you with that. Um, or I know someone yeah. that could. Yes. And that just felt really, <laughs> really, really good. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Excited. Woo-hoo. All right. We're going to start closing this down. Valerie is wet for the no. Australian <laughs> It's salivation. It's salivation. <laughs> yeah, okay. You don't know. You don't know. Look That's at your true. dirty yeah. minds. Yeah. <laughs> Look My at dirty. you. <laughs> I went right there. <laughs> All right. So when when we last chatted, my closing question is one word to describe your future. And when we last chatted, you chose bright. Oh, good. That was, that was smart. Okay. Uh, Do you revisit? Do you like that one? Mm-hmm. I mean, it certainly was. And... In, in, in hindsight, looking back between when we talked in December of 21 and today, hmm. it's been bright. Uh, well, I'm, I don't know because part of me it just feels, my honest answer feels like troubled. And that's <laughs> not as good. That is not as good. but Bittersweet. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it's because I, I know that my mom is ill mm-hmm. and... And that is a reality that I have to to deal with and figure out how to traverse. Um, And so I don't know what that looks like. And I feel like while I can see these very bright things on the future uh, in regards to comedy, and I am hopeful uh, that the things that I see come to fruition and things that I don't see that are positive also come to fruition, um, I also understand that life is life, mm-hmm. and life includes loss, and so, and, and not even loss like necessarily death, but loss of different. The way that you, like, you know, your mom is your mom, and the, yeah. and so, the way the relationship works changes as yeah. that person gets older and gets ill, um, and so there's something bitter in that or sad in that trying to figure out how to make that change and how to be there and be whatever a good daughter is for me like balancing of the role of a good daughter and like you're just Rochelle and you have to be who that person as well so that sitting with that and then sitting with the like oh my god i hope i get on bigger stages uh-huh. and i hope this we move here and do this and we, that's exciting um so there's i don't know i don't it sounds nice to say bright but i think um dappled <laughs> <laughs> dappled is the word you know like the sun coming through the trees there's places where there's shade and yeah. it's cooler places where it's bright and sunny yeah. so and each one of those are valuable mm-hmm. um, in their own right. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Your fu- my future is dappled, people. <laughs> Harbinger over here. Like, way to end on a sour note. Comedy well. <laughs> Buy your passes to Lisa Strata Festival now. Oh, I like that. No. For more of this. <laughs> For more sad girls. Actually, there's someone that uh, that uh, Gwen Coburn's doing sad girl songs. So oh. I'm very interested oh, yeah. in, in her um, musical comedy that she's going to be doing. <laughs> so that's excited as well. <laughs> Look at that. I turned you tragedy did. into yeah, a did. commercial for Alyssa's <laughs> And that's art right there for you. <laughs> well, that is a wrap on Comedy Wham Presents Rochelle McConico. Rochelle, tell us where we can find you on social media if you want to be found and promote the millions of projects you have coming up. Hmm. Well, uh, you can follow me on Rochelle underscore war. Uh, that's W-A-R, un- Rochelle underscore war on IG. Um, on Facebook, I don't exist. I do exist. I'm Rochelle McConico. Uh, and you're going to get some unfiltered. So be, be careful. If you <laughs> you be my friend. And then I'm like, white women, get your shit together. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm hurt. I'm oh, sorry. Um, but if you want to hit me up on Facebook, that's great. Uh, and then you can catch me uh, around town. Austin telling these jokes, and sometimes I even go into the suburbs. Say word, uh, what's up, Taylor? <laughs> but if your if your city has a hate crime that was recent, can't make it. So <laughs> just check your hate crime calendar uh, before scheduling Rochelle um, to come out, and then you can find. Uh, our festival list, List Estrada Comedy Festival is L Y S Comedy Fest. We're on IG and on Facebook, and we have our website. So make sure to uh, come check us out. You're going to be more than uh, than surprised, happy, fed. You're going to have all those yeah. sleepy. I don't know. You're going to have a lot of different emotions. Horny, yeah, because. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and my titties will be on display. I will. I'm gonna get me a a, a new bra. Oh, <laughs> a new bra for Lisa Strato. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I'm out. We here. we didn't talk about this, but Lisa Strato is happening at Cold Town Theater. Yes. Everything is happening. Yes. Town, which is amazing. Cold Town has is is our venue partner, and they have been very very kind to us, helping us set out like our plan of action and giving us their uh space i mean you know not for free but <laughs> yeah, but, but still like really a, a partnership i've i've seen uh the fallout and hideout are also awesome and when we reached out to them they were like we love you too <laughs> but uh you know we had conflicts and different things uh as far as scheduling and yeah. stuff like that and cold town uh I, I reached out to them and i'm like hello and they're the first people i reached out to because they they have been just a big um hug for me as well in in this community and so i'm like hey cold town what's what's happening <laughs> and i showed them an ankle um you know how that ankle does <laughs> opens up gates up uh, no but they were just like come please be a part and please um let's have this conversation and so i am so thankful um to all the the people at cold town all the owners and and the producers of shows because they've just uh, and the marketing team, they've just wrapped their arms around yeah. us. And so we're, we're lucky to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And we on the east side, say word. Okay. Well, we hope you've enjoyed learning about how Rochelle got to be the comedic genius 
that you heard today just as much as I have. This has been Comedy Wham Presents Rochelle McConico. I'm Valerie, and that's been funny. Thank you, Rochelle. Thank you, Valerie. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs>